1: Joining us now is the famous Bill O'Reilly, uh, who is a friend of mine, someone I have known for many, many years, who is a success in terms of everything he's ever done in his life. He's probably the most successful person in cable news ever in history. But even more interesting to me is that this man who has been able to capture the attention of the American viewing audience uh, has been able to capture their minds also with his book. He has a myriad of books. I don't know how many it's killing. It's always about killing somebody. And his latest book is killing the killers. It is number one. No surprise. Killing the killers, of course, is a uh, detailed uh, description of taking down some of the uh, most outrageous terrorists in the recent years. And I am proud to bring Bill O'Reilly on to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. Good morning, Bill. Bill, how are you?
0: Thank you for having me, Judge. I'm good, and I uh, know you are. I watch you all the time on the uh, top-rated Fox show, The Five.
1: <laughs> yeah, thank you.
0: To you. on WABC every Sunday. So thanks for having me.
1: Well, we're thrilled to have you. The, the, Bill, the, the book, Killing the Killers, is fascinating. I mean, I, I it is, it just grips you. And I think the American people are hungry today for the truth more than ever. We have been bombarded with fake news, with false narratives, and people don't know who to believe anymore. And yet your books have been incredibly successful. I mean, they just are off the charts. You're Books are, I mean, there are success within hours of their even, you know, being, being uh, printed and, and published. So, why do you think that is, Bill, before we get into this particular book, Killing the Killers?
0: Well, we've had 17 number one bestsellers, which is a record on the planet, nonfiction. Nobody's ever had that many. And it's mm-hmm. because I write in a style that puts the reader right there. So whether it's Abraham Lincoln or uh, Patton or um, any of the other 11 killing books, the reader is there witnessing what we are writing about. Now, in Killing the Killers, this is ongoing history, first book that is contemporized. Mm -hmm. That means happening every day, and it's the best reporting I've ever done in my career. And the reason is I had to convince national security advisors going all the way back to the Bush administration to tell me what exactly happened in tracking and killing the terror leaders. And most of what is in killing the killers is classified information. So they trusted me to get it out to the American people, all of the national security advisors, wanted the people to know what is being done in their name to protect them and to avenge this terrible evil, the scourge, that has brought pain to so many americans you know
1: bill bill o'reilly it is amazing though that you hear so many reports of individuals writing books and you know the department of defense you know stopping those books because information in those books is classified and yet you for the reasons stated were given the opportunity to share classified information so they trusted you did they have to go over what you had written in order to give you approval that's not an easy thing to get bill
0: No, I didn't go through uh, regular channels. I went to the people themselves directly. So uh, I said, look, we're not going to quote you, and we don't. We won't use your names. We don't. But I need you to tell me what happened. So once they told me what happened, Janine, I verified it with other people who were there. We just don't print stuff. We just don't throw it out like everybody else does. Right,
1: right, right. And it's
0: ironic Talking to you uh, with the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, sponsoring your program, mm-hmm. because this is the essence of the book. I dedicate the book to the Kaleo family who live in my town on Long Island, who lost two sons, and they were husbands, they were fathers at the World Trade Center. Yes. So I saw myself, because they're friends of mine, the unbelievable pain that these terrorists cause, and I personalize that to an extent where anybody reading Killing the Killers is going to know, A, evil exists, and B, evil has to be destroyed, not talked about, not compromised with, destroyed. And the weaponry that the United States has, Americans are not aware of this. So Trump spent $1.4 trillion upgrading the military. Well, what does that mean? Nobody knows what that means. Much if that money was in the development and deployment of space weapons. And when you see how Soleimani, the head of the Revolutionary Guard mm-hmm. in Iran, was taken off this earth by U.S. technology, you're going to be a guess at how powerful these weapons are. And Americans
1: have no clue. Bill, Bill O'Reilly. That's the shame of it all. That you know, we're just kind of, we're just kind of told. Uh, well, you know what? They took down Soleimani, Soleimani, or, 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 or Abu Bakr al Baghdadi, or, or even what uh, Bin Laden. But we really don't know. And Americans kind of feel left out. The fact that you. Have access to this incredibly specific information, classified information. And I tell you, and I tell my listeners right now, you are in the middle of the decision making when you read Bill's books. I mean, it is, it is, it is stellar what you're able to do. And yet you talk about the differences between the presidents, you know, under uh, Obama with uh, Bin Laden, you know, the decision to kill and under Trump, uh, Abu Bakr, al- Dottie. and then, and then Biden, the the withdrawal from Afghanistan. Yeah, I mean, y- you you actually talk about the presidents and their thinking and their you know how they how they approach this. Talk to me about that.
0: All right, no politics in the book. Number one, there aren't any politics in any of the killing books. All right, so there are eleven killing books on the market. Nineteen million copies of my books in print there are no politics in the book it's all facts and it's fascinating because i'll give you an example when barack obama took over he was not a terror warrior all right he wasn't committed to the assassination of these heinous people now under the patriot act which is very controversial when it was passed six weeks after 9-11 back in 2001 the United States has the authority, the legal authority, to attack terror groups when they are designated as such. Well, Obama came in and he didn't, eh, it was like this and that. But he got embarrassed because when he pulled all the U.S. troops out of Iraq, ISIS took over half the country and murdered tens of thousands of people. And, and that was directly because of Obama's action to withdraw American forces. So Obama changed, turned to a fairly ferocious terror warrior. In fact, he launched uh, almost 2,000 drones. And again, nobody knows this, because when they launch a drone, it's not reported. There are no reporters there, and it's immediately classified. Right now, we have ground troops in Africa, special forces fighting ISIS in Boko Haram. Nobody knows that. But we put you in Africa in a firefight, show you how hellacious this fighting is, but nobody knows. Now you will when you're re-killing the killers. But to get back to your original question, Bush, of course, was a terror warrior and a fierce one, but he got caught up in this uh, nation-building stuff that hurt the country. Yes. All right. Obama yes. takes over, not convinced, but then gets embarrassed. Then he becomes a terror warrior. From the jump, Trump was in. And Trump was very effective because he didn't micromanage the CIA and the NSA, let them do what they had to do, And he signed off when they said, we got to wax this guy. Trump said, go get him. You know, there wasn't a lot of meeting and debate, and it wasn't a lot of that. Well, Obama always did the big cabinets. You know, everybody knows that Biden dissented on going after Osama bin Laden. That's how we opened the book, the bin Laden raid. We closed the book with Biden's unbelievable botch in Afghanistan, far worse than has been reported and when you really? read it, you'll know how bad See it was.
1: I I didn't get to the end of the book Bill I mean now you piqued my interest again I mean I'm in the I'm you know I'm partway through it and I can't wait to read it I mean folks it's it's a well, great I know read you're
0: busy, Yeah I know well- <laughs> you're busy, but here's what you do when you're yeah. not talking on the five you read the book So when Gutfell's saying some stuff you don't have to listen to him okay. you just pick the book up and read it All
1: right, All right. you and know you what I'll tell you what I'll do. The next time I'm on the five and I'm, d- I'm taping two shows today, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to put your book in front of my face. I'll show Greg <laughs> Gutfeld. <laughs> you you know, Bill, you were you were a history teacher or an English teacher?
0: History. I taught a little bit of English too, my primary uh, discipline, academic discipline, is history, and that's how I hone uh, my writing. Exactly. Style because I, I yep. taught in a ghetto of Miami. A really tough neighborhood. These kids had no interest in history, so I had to I had to get them involved in a personal way and and tell them stories that piqued their interest, almost like a movie. And I did it. And then those techniques that worked, I think, fairly successfully in the classroom, I brought into. Writing the
1: books. Well, there's no question. I mean, you're brilliant in writing the books, and I know James DeGuard does some of the. I I don't know what he does, but you always have him on the books.
0: Yeah, Martin DeGuard. Martin DeGuard, best yeah yeah best searcher in the world.
1: Well, your writing is impeccable, and its it it, it really is, Bill. I mean, you know, your books are so successful because you are a genius at putting people in the middle of, how about killing Lincoln? I mean, you know, how can anyone get information as specific as that, you know, from, you know, 100 years ago, 150 years ago? But I want to talk about what makes you decide what killing you're going to look at next. I mean, it it was killing Kennedy and killing Lincoln and killing Jesus and Killing the the Killers. Are you working on another book? you got something cooking in your mind. I know you do.
0: Yeah, I mean, we have two more to deliver, but uh, this book, Killing the Killers, is supposed to be out last year, but COVID prevented Mm -hmm. it from being... So I have another book coming out on September 26th, which is going to shock... This year? ...the whole country. This This year? year, Yep. Oh, boy. Um, And it's going to shock the whole country. Is it a killing book,
1: Bill? Is it a killing book? It is.
0: I'm going to announce it after July 4th. I don't want to intrude on killing the killers. I don't want to confuse people. So we'll announce it in in, uh, probably mid-July. But it's totally different than this. But, uh, you know, what I've been able to do is what I do on television and radio. Um, Is I report based upon what I believe the audience has to know and wants to know. And it's all audience-centric. I'm not one of these snooty guys who says, oh, I'm going to tell you stuff, and You better pay attention. I don't do that. (laughs) All right? I know people are busy, and Mm -hmm. and if they're going to take the time and spend the money to read one of my books, I'm going to entertain them as well as inform them. And that's the difference between me and every other history writer. I want you to be engaged and, and not be able to put this book down.
1: Believe me, you can't put it down. It is amazing. But now you've piqued my interest. I want to know what's coming next. But it makes sense because if, if killing the killers, Bill O'Reilly, was delayed because of the pandemic, you were already cooking with something else, which is no surprise. Yeah, I, I mean, hey,
0: written, it'll, it'll All right. One that, more after the fall book, and that will uh, complete my contract. Um, but I'll always be annoying people with some project. You know me, Janine. Yeah, I, mean, I do old.
1: know you. You're nonstop. But let me ask you, like, what? When do you relax?
0: Uh, I'm actually staring at the Atlantic Ocean right now.
1: Yeah, uh, you're uh, in you're in, in Montauk, Island, staring you know? <laughs> at the ocean. Don't I don't
0: tell anybody where I am because then people will come and no, yeah. No, I, everybody knows that I'm a big Long Island guy. Yeah. Um, in the summer, there is no better place in the world. I agree. Uh, I'm a big old guy, former lifeguard for the town of Babylon. Um, you know, so I'm. that's what I do. I, I do the ocean thing.
1: Yeah, and it is beautiful. It's totally beautiful. Bill, I'm going to ask you one more question before I let you go. Americans are hurting right now. They're hurting because of the economy, inflation, you know, gas, food prices. My daughter, Bill, had a baby. And, you know, I'm scouring the stores for baby formula. Yeah. yeah now it almost feels like we're a third world country fertilizer we're going to have a problem again with food what do you think it's going to take to get america positive again
0: well we're going to suffer for uh, another year um because of the incompetence of the biden administration and i think that americans who voted for joe biden and i know most of them will not do this but you really ought to think about it and and my friends and i got a lot of them who voted for biden and they really? didn't really vote they voted me. against Trump because they didn't like Trump's style. Mm-hmm. But I say to them now, I say, do you regret it? I mean, look, you're suffering. Everybody's suffering. There isn't anybody in this country not suffering because Joe Biden is president. And Trump ran the economy efficiently. 1.4% inflation. Now we're up about 11%.
1: Right. So
0: if you don't know that, you don't want to know it. And if you don't want to know it, that's fine. You have freedom to be a moron. But um, – we're going to all suffer for at least another year economically because you can't just snap it back.
1: But, Bill, you uh, say another year. I mean, he's going to be president until, you know, for, until 24. What's going to yeah, happen? But he's
0: going to totally neutralized in, in November. Okay. So November, November historic election. Uh, the House and the Senate will go Republican. Uh, mm-hmm. Biden will sit there he'll have no power. Any executive order he issues will be immediately challenged in federal court. Republicans will advance legislation. Maybe he vetoes. But, you know, does, does he really want to go down in history as the worst president? Right now, he's second worst. Mm-hmm. I guess he could make a comeback, but I don't think so. I don't think he has the capacity to run the country intellectually. I don't mm-hmm. think he understands the economy. And I think he's manipulated by far-left people, and he he just can't stand up or won't stand up to that. So I'm not expecting any improvement on the Biden front. But once the Republicans, and I'm not a party guy, as you know, I mean, yes. I think a lot of Republicans are pinheads. All right? <laughs> but once they take over, I, yeah. they'll be able to block all the destructive stuff that Biden is doing. It'll, he'll never get anything passed, which is mm-hmm. a good thing. And then the economy will have to, will have to build itself back up.
1: Do you believe, Bill O'Reilly, and I, I said that was the last question, I mean, do you think that, uh, that we can go back to being energy independent in terms of fossil fuels? Sure. Okay.
0: You know, if Trump, is, say Trump gets reelected, which is possible, you know, he'll, he'll put it into uh, harvesting mode. It's, it's all about harvesting energy. And with mm-hmm. the technology we have now, this is the irony of it all, we can do it in a clean way. But these crazy climate people fanatics have destroyed the economy. It's as simple as that. No, no. So we can reconstitute um, the energy industry in America. We can get back to where we were, but it's going to take some time.
1: The amazing part of it, Bill, that, that that stuns me, is that people are like green energy. We got to have it. We got to have it. And now Biden's investing in solar panels. You know, in these electric vehicles. I mean, first of all, the the batteries, the batteries in these vehicles, we don't have an infrastructure sufficient to charge them if you really want to travel anywhere. But the other thing is the batteries. First of all, they come from China. The lithium from Afghanistan. And then the issue is when that car is junk. Where does that battery go? It goes back into the environment. That battery is as big as the bottom of the car. It's crazy town with these people.
0: Well, look, everybody knows that the technology for clean energy is not quite there yet. And, and that's what the, the craziness of attacking the traditional fuel industry when you don't have anything to replace it yet it's yeah. on its way in 50 years we're not going to be gas and oil people anymore so biden in, in his fog uh, <laughs> all of this destructive stuff and now every american is paying a price every single person is getting hurt economically mm-hmm. by Biden. if he ran again which he won't right. i don't even know if he's going to make his turn is his next two and a half years they may force him to resign
1: yeah then we get okay. kamala
0: well, you get you get Kamala, but you really don't, because all she would do would be uh, just a place-sitter. She'd just mm-hmm. be sitting there in the Oval Office. She has no credibility, and she doesn't know anything. But he's so damaging now to the Democratic Party. Where do you see what happens? Oh,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they
0: have to get to him. And right. they know it. They're already saying it on CNN. Axelrod's already saying it. Right. You know, ah, uh, You know, Joe, he's pretty old. Hey, he was old 50 years ago. He's always been old
1: uh bill o'reilly it's always great to talk with you we're so happy to have had you on the show everybody killing the killers it's a great book for father's day if you missed it you, know, you can still go on amazon and tell your dad it's coming in the mail so bill o'reilly thanks so much for joining us killing the killers one of the best books you'll ever read i guarantee it thanks bill o'reilly take care okay guys
0: thanks for being in